My name is Jamie Atkinson, founder of podcastclosing.com, and this show is built for six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts who are looking to grow and scale their customer acquisition using that show. If you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast and you want to get featured on this show to talk about your own podcast journey, go to top100interview.com. Now over to your glamorous host, Brittany Chaterbock, and don't forget to subscribe for daily interview content. Hi guys, welcome back to the show. Super exciting interview ahead of us today. The guest I'm bringing on, Dr. Vic Manzo. He is the CEO of Empowered Reality, where he helps business owners create the dream, their dream lives and lead a fulfilled life effortlessly without the grind, hustle, and sacrifice, which is incredible. He's also the host of the Mindful Experiment podcast, which has hit number uh, 1% globally, which is huge. So welcome to the show, Dr. Vic. How is it going? Thanks for having me on. Today has been an amazing day and uh, it's an amazing week. Hey, Thanksgiving week. So who doesn't love to eat a little on uh, when Thanksgiving comes around? Absolutely. Well, I'm so excited for today. Thanks so much for taking the time out of your day. I know you're busy cooking and baking with your wife. So I appreciate you taking the time out of your day to jump on. It's a pleasure having you as a guest. You know, uh, before we really dive into the, the interview, do you mind just starting by going ahead and telling us a bit of your background? How did you get to where you are? Because you have an incredibly powerful story. And I really would love to share that with the listeners. Well, thanks. Yeah. So I've been, I've been a chiropractor for the last 11 years. Um, chiropractic wasn't something that I like chose. It wasn't something that I was looking forward to doing or like, Oh, I know this is what I want to do. Um, I had some health issues at 19 years old that just kept getting worse and worse over time. And I was big into exercise already like six, seven years of that time frame, And I was studying my, I started self-taught nutrition at 16 and, you know, there's a construct model of what health is. And then all of a sudden, it's not working for me. So after a year, my mom was like, hey, why don't you go see Dr. Frank? And that was a chiropractor I used to see when I was younger. She's been going to him since she was, I was one years old. And um, long story short, changed my life, like every facet you can possibly imagine. I was so blown away by it. I was like, I, I need to learn more about this. And I literally moved back from Arizona State. I was in Arizona going to school, came back to Chicago, graduated there, and then went to Dallas for school. One of the things in my background was, is that I came from a very blue collar family. So I, I, I learned a lot. I saw a lot what I didn't want to have in my life growing up. And one of those was finances. You know, there was a lot of scarcity to that. So mm -hmm. I studied a lot. I had a coach six months before I even graduated school. Um, I was studying from the best chiropractor I could possibly get my, you know, get connected with, um, listen to all the business that I possibly can advice, self-help, personal development. And I did all that I was supposed to do. And in five years, I hit my mark, right? I hit my financial peak, but I was unsatisfied. The amount of money I was making, I thought that would have made me happier and it didn't. I was burned out, burning out every four to six months. Now, that was a little bit of a heartbreaker for me because I could not understand how someone like myself, I only do things when I'm passionate about it and I, I'm I'm 100% behind it. Um, and I was so, I'm so passionate about chiropractic. I don't practice right now and I'm still passionate about it. I still get, I'm still referring people to chiropractors as I talk about it. And it was one of those things where I was like, how can I be burned out with something I love? I just could, it was so like heartbreaking to a certain point. I even looked at my wife at that point. She, she ran the office with me. Um, she, she was, she was the office manager and it was one of those things I, I used to tell, I was like, honey, I don't know if I want to continue doing this. Cause if this is the uphill battle, if this is how life is supposed to be to live the dream and make all this money and you do all these things. And we could, I mean, we were, there's chiropractors made more than I did, but we were making, for me, it was a lot of good money. It was close to almost seven figures. And it was one of those things I was like, 
this is not, this is, I don't want to do it. If this is going to be the way it's going to be. And so we really had to do some soul seeking and, and we redirected our office to changing it up to how we wanted to run it. I focused on pediatrics at that point on, and we took a 40% hit in six months. I fired almost 60 patients in six months. And it wasn't, I was trying to be this. It was just, we had a model of what we wanted to create. And we realized that we weren't doing that. We weren't being Mm -hmm. authentic to ourselves. And so when we were authentic, I'm the type of person, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do it the right way. And Hey, we just let the patients know that didn't fit the model. If you know, this is kind of where we're going. If this doesn't gel with you, perfectly fine. Here's some referrals I can give you if you want. And they're like, they actually, I got more appreciation for that than I would have, than I thought. And, uh, but long story short, what I ended up doing was, is in that point in time is I stopped doing everything I was being told to do from the business world and what I follow from successful chiropractors and so forth, because what I realized is I was being them. I wasn't being me. And that's the problem in today's society, especially in social media. We all want to be a certain product of something, but we don't realize that we end up being the product of the other person and we're not being the product of ourselves, of who we really are. And what I mean by that is I get a little spiritual with this. I'm talking about your soul, the essence of who you are, the uniqueness of who you are that no one else is in this entire world and in this universe. And so it was one of those things where I started to apply principles because I said, you know what, if I could be the, if, if, if I define my success, if I'm truly creating every moment of my life, then why can I not create success and what it means to me? Why does it have to be that system? Why does it have to be this model? Why does it have to be the grind and hustle and be so hard? Why can't it be effortless? And I started asking all these questions and um, then I started applying these things. I started to apply universal laws, quantum physics, neuroscience, the things I knew before. Um, I started mm-hmm. to apply mindset principles and all this other stuff. And next thing you know, a little over a year later, we hit our financial peak again. But this time, I was working over 50% less. And I haven't had burnout in over five and a half years. That was the moment that I started to look and go, wow, I have something here that needs to be shared. And I tell people straightforward, I'm not teaching anything new. There's already enough information out there. All I'm doing is taking it and ex- all these bits of pieces of information and explaining in a way that it's easier to digest and you can take it and apply it in your life. So I was like, entrepreneurs and business owners need to know this because they're doing so much. They have such a huge impact into the world of what they do. I need to teach them how to do this. And so about four years ago, almost, I started doing it as a side hustle. And then this year, I started doing that full time. And I'm not, right now, I'm not practicing chiropractic because my family and I moved from Chicago to Knoxville. Um but yeah, that's my journey. That's where I'm at now. That's the, kind of how I, where I'm at, got led me up to this point. This is incredible. My gosh. You know, to be able to do hit your peak, but doing 50% less than what you were doing before and still hitting that peak and not having any burnouts and stuff. That's huge. That's huge. So do you mind diving in exactly a little bit deeper on how you were able to accomplish that? And for anyone else who's looking, like who wouldn't want that? So do you mind diving in just a bit deeper? Yeah, totally. Because, you know, in the business world, we're always looking at doing, right? So you hear about like, right. well, that you just you just managed your time better. So it's time management. And I'm like, no, no, it's not time management because time management, you can check off the boxes and just get things done. This is something called energy management. So what I looked at was, is my office hours. And I said, okay. How can I still serve my patients and what they need, right? To the hundred percent. And I can give them all that I can still get the results, still do everything, but I have to challenge myself to be even more focused in that moment. Present time consciousness is another word for that. And when I know I can get to that point, then all of a sudden three minutes can feel like 10 minutes. You know, I spend about two to three minutes with a patient on average, roughly some were more, some were less, but, and so it was one of those things where I just started to look at that and I'm like, okay, how can I do this now as a business owner, you can do the same thing with like, if you have tasks that you have to do, you're working on your business when you're very focused and you're putting all your energy into it, 
you actually get a lot more done in a shorter period of time. And so I was just starting to like apply this. I'm like, well, let me see, what can I take my office hours to? And I was like, and my wife and I were talking and we had like a three-day weekend. And she's like, I really like the three, we had, the, we had, we were work, we already had three-day weekends, but she was like, I would love to, we had a day, I think we had like two, a day off in the middle of the, the, the week or something like that. We used to have a half day and half of it was admin. The other half was office hours. I mean, being well, serving patients. And so we had, we had a day right. off. She goes, I really like the three-day work week if we can do that. I said, well, let's do it. You want to do it? Let's do it. Let's look at the schedule. Let's map it out. Let's see what our percentage of our patients come at certain times. And we'll set a parameter what that percentage is. And once we're done with that, that's going to be um, what we'll serve. And we know we may lose some at the beginning, which we did. We did. We took like a 15% hit when we first, because we didn't change our hours immediately. We waited like a year and then we cut our hours down a little bit, but then we cut them down the next year. So it was one, almost a little over a year where we went down 50%, but it was at that point, we took another 15% hit on, on volume. And I was like, it's fine. It's all going to work out. And just like the last time we took it, we, we cut it down. Um, we broke records in about six months. This time we took a hit. We came back three months later. And then three months later, we we're breaking records again. So I always tell people, like, we're working less and we're serving more. And again, it was all about our energy. And we had to be more precise on what we did. We had we were challenging every system we had to how how can we be so um, systematic on the back end, but at the same token, how can I, me as a chiropractor, be 100% on my A game every single time, not dilly-dallying or wasting time here or there and being very punctual in what I do. And it was amazing. I had more fun with my patients. I was more free going with them. We had better, I mean, I saw better results from the technology we use to monitor them. And it was amazing how to do that. And I was like, this is so crazy that I'm working so much less, serving more, making just about the same or even more. And uh, it was just like, cool, this is really, really awesome. This, And then I was like, this is how it's supposed to be. Because all I was is, it wasn't no magic formula. I'm showing you some of the back end stuff I did from like mapping things out. But really, it was just like, what do I really want to have as a like that I can do this and then I can focus on other things with my wife or do other things I enjoy. And uh, we just we just put it together and said, OK, this is what we're going to go towards. And it worked out. Wow, this is incredible. You two are honestly a power couple power team. And to be able to accomplish something like that and really dive in deep, the both of you and get to where you need to be without that burnout. And so that you guys can be present parents, you guys can be present in the family and do things you actually enjoy instead of working like crazy hours at your peak, not enjoying life. Like who, I love this. This is incredible. <laughs> so go ahead. No, I was just going to say like, you know, because even entrepreneurs, you got, you really have to look at what really values to you. And, and you hear it all the time. I've heard so many people say, well, family is the most important thing. But then when you look at their schedule, it's like, well, they only carve like a couple hours. You, don't, you only need a couple hours, you know, because if you're really present time, an hour yeah. could feel like 10 hours. So I'm not taking right. away from that because my schedule is I have my, especially with a four month old now, it's like, uh, I'm like, okay, honey, you got the first nap time because our four month old wants us in her arms when she sleeps. Um, it's just her comfort zone right now. We're like, hey, this is where she is. We need to support her where she's at. Um, mm -hmm. So we map out our time. So I'm like, okay, I got a time at this time. So this is my hour and a half time. I'm going to go ahead and uh, be with her until, you know, and once she passes out, then I'm like, all right, put the headphones on. Let's listen to a book as we go through it. But it's making the time of what matters, not only just work, because we we look at things and everyone's different. Some people love, 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 love of work, but it's finding that what's that harmony that you enjoy, not balance, but harmony, you know, in your life and carving that out. Because me taking time to go do woodworking or as I was telling you about, I like to bake and do sourdough breads and sourdough based stuff. That is my other art. That's my art and passion. I love it. I, it fuels me. 
And so taking time to break away from the grind or the work or whatever it is to do other things that matter in your life actually fuels you more to go ahead and then be more productive in your business, be more centered, focused, or present time consciousness and be able to be laser focused where you can get more done and your energy is higher where you're coming from. So you're going to actually be more successful in that process. 100%. You know, it's funny you say that because my, uh, our CEO and founder, uh, he was, he was saying, you guys, it's a long weekend, you know, make sure you're taking the time to do the things you truly enjoy, make plans and and do something you enjoy. That's going to bring you more energy, more, like you said, harmony. Um, so that when you come back next week, you're on your top game, like, you know, do the things you enjoy, just really enjoy your weekend and your time off and do the things you enjoy. Um, don't worry don't stress, don't like, you know, and it's so true. You come back a hundred times better. You come back, you can do your, perform your job or can perform as an entrepreneur. So at such a high level, just because you took the time out to do something that you, that gives you energy that you enjoy. And then you really, yeah, it's incredible. I think it's huge. 100%. It's, it's, uh, and, and yeah, I mean, you're, you're, you function so much better when your cup's full. And you, yeah. you can produce. You so got to fill your cup. Yep. 100%. Yeah. Fill your cup first and then you can fill up, fill everyone else's too. Right. <laughs> or a little bit, you know, <laughs> um, but, but, but always fill your cup first. <laughs> always number one. So tell us a little bit about the podcast. Let's dive in there a little bit deeper, your intentions behind it, where you're at today with it. Um, yeah. Let's start with that. Yeah. I mean, the mindful experiment, it was something that, you know, when we made all these changes in the office, I was all of a sudden, like, I always, I had a podcast in 2012 called the wellness smart radio and it was all about health and stuff. And I did like a hundred some episodes. And then I was like, there's too many health talking heads out there. I rather just let that be theirs. I'm going to, I empower my community and what I do. And I rather focus there. Um, but I always wanted to do some mindset or spirituality. And it was always in the back of my mind. And all of a sudden beginning of 2018, I'm like, okay, I want to do something. And I, I, I'm feeling like I want to get out there. So this is when I started, eventually came to me and I was like, I'm going to start the mind. I'm going to do something called the mindful experiment. And I was like, cause I was thinking of names and I'm like, what can I do? Mind, the mind experiment. I'm like, well, the mind experiment will be interesting, but that might get lost. I'm like mindful. Oh, I like that. Cause there's two terms to that mindful, which means we're too busy, too distracted, too much going on in our head. And then there's mindful, which is short for mindfulness and living more of a present time life and all that. And I was like, and it's an experiment. I was like, beautiful. That's where we're going with. And really the premise of it was just to share concepts that I was talking about and eventually meet people and that I wouldn't meet in where I'm, you know, in my limitations of my, where I'm at physically and to have conversations and learn from people. And that's really where the whole premise of the podcast started from. Um, and now we have over, I think, 426 episodes right now. Yeah. And um, it's been a journey that I love. And uh it's been one of those things where, you know, when you do it for this long, it, it's it's nice where, you know, I'm not the most popular person in, in the, uh, you know, not majority of people haven't heard of me. Uh, and it's nice because when they're like, who's this guy? What is he talking about? I'm like, just go look at my podcast. There's over 400 some odd episodes, 270 of them are about me, of, of me talking. So I'm like, you know, if you're looking for something specific, I'll find it for you. And it just builds credibility. Because I've been in the industry for a while. I mean, you know, the average podcast only lasts 10 episodes. And to me to be 40 plus times that, um, you know, I'm going to be around for a little bit. And I have one person was like, you know, I have one potential coaching client was like, I can't believe you have 400 some episodes. He's like, that tells me you're very disciplined in what you do. I'm like, well, I'm only going to do something if I'm really into it, if I, and I'm passionate and I'm going to stick with it. If not, there's no purpose of wasting my time. 
Absolutely. And you're so right. Building that credibility, building that authority, you're consistent, you're still there. Like, you know, that's, that's like a number one thing with podcasting. You really need to do that to become successful with it. And clearly you have been very successful with it, hitting the top 1%. So globally, so very, very good. Uh, Exciting. So how does your business tie into the podcast? It's everything I teach. I take little snippets of what I do from a coaching perspective, you know, whether, because my, my background is very diverse. I mean, being a chiropractor, a lot of people don't misunderstand what chiropractors really are. And we're brain doctors. And um, I focus a little heavier on the neural side. So there's a lot of things I learned from neuroscience and behavioral neurology, this extra stuff I took on. So I just apply little bits of pieces of information because I do a snippet of myself speaking for, you know, 12 minutes to 15 minutes. And, um, to help empower people. And then the interviews are just people to have conversations and share, but it, it relates to the business because it helps, you know, again, it gives me credibility. It gives me something to people to, it's another vehicle. Like I teach a lot of my coaching clients, like a lot of times we get caught up into the business world of like marketing and like, Oh, I got to do social media and do this. I got to do that. I got to do this. You got to do this. this is the thing. I mean, everyone gets caught up into that. I teach, do what you love. Who cares what people say? Do what you love. What do you enjoy doing? And go do it. Like for me, I love podcasting. I don't get bored. You can't, you don't have to tell, you know, I don't have to sit there and go, oh my God, I got to do this podcast or I'm going to go on this podcast. No, I'm, I'm excited to be on it. I'm excited, excited to get on this podcast. You know, I, I don't get bored ever doing them. I'm, I have endless energy for them because I enjoy them. And so I tell my clients, and the thing is, is when you're doing that, your energy is higher. Everything's energy at the end of the day. If I'm coming from a higher energy place, I'm going to come off that way. People are going to feel that. The things I'm going to share. All I that feel stuff it is, from you. Right? It's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like, those are things I enjoy. So that's another reason why I it's, I use it for my marketing just to share like a tidbit. And then if I'm talking with somebody, a potential client or uh, someone's just reaching out asking questions, I have a database to go pull and it's me talking. And then they're like, wow, that was really great or this or that. And I'm like, yeah, this, you know, if you have any questions you have, let me know, blah, blah, this and that. So that's how I tie it in to the business from uh, that perspective. So it's my marketing of me a little bit. Um but that's, that's the main thing of why I do it. There's so many other things you could do. You know, I, I do I have ads once in a blue moon? I do. Uh, I've kind of gotten away from it later this later in this year um, from a business perspective. But the main thing is just, you know, creating the credibility, having a database of resources so that um, if anyone needs anything, here you go. Incredible. Tell us a little bit about your client acquisition. How do you go about getting the... Uh, your, the clients that you want to work with and stuff like that, how do you attract them? You know, um, there's a couple of different things. I mean, I've been, this has been something I've been experimenting all year, to be honest, to get it really down. Yeah. Um, and I don't think I still have it down to a science, but one of the things I am working on more is um, getting with, you know, those qualified leads, who's really des- destined to really like designed to really work with me. Like that's a good client that I'm like, well, I can really help them, but also they qualify with, you know, they're coachable, they're, they're open-minded, they're going to trust the process a little bit here, um, and so forth. So for me, I mean, be, besides the podcast that has helped out, you know, helps me, helps me out with that. Um, the other thing I do is um, every once in a while, I'll do like a, a webinar on some sort of topic that relates to, um, this is kind of how I built my chiropractic business. And I was like, you know, what if I did webinars? I mean, they're coming, making a comeback. I was like, let's do that. Um, and actually got a very good response from, and so it's using that just to educate. Cause my, my way I coach is different than the most. There are coaches like me out there. I'm not saying they're not, but like you get a business coach. And when I first started attracting business clients to me, they wanted business principles, funnels, automation, scaling. I know how to do those things, but I was like, 
yeah, we're going to work on your vision and your mindset and get your energy and vibe right. And they're like, what the heck did I sign up for? And I'm like, we'll get to the, we'll get to where you want to get to. Trust me. I, I, I have a, I have a better than money back guarantee. We're going to get there. I'm going to do the work to make sure you're doing the work till we get there. And, right. uh, but it's one of those things where I, that's why I started changing my title around a little bit. So I'm like, I'm a business coach, but I'm also a mindset coach. So that way we're working, you, you know, I'm going to work on the mind first and then we'll, we'll get to the business side. Um, but getting that clear distinction, but there's also a lot of other stuff that I do like manifestation, you know, so there's manifestation coaches. Well, I, I teach a lot on manifestation. It's a big thing I do, but, but also, you know, what I said mindset already, but it's, it's those kind of getting that clarity um, has been something that I had to work on. I, I remember I was doing this as a side hustle, so I didn't really put a lot of energy into it. I mean, I had a full book to what I can handle, but it wasn't, um, you know, now it's like, this is my main business. So I'm like, as you clear, like I tell my clients all the time, you got to clarify your message and get crystal clear to who you are and what you do. Once you get to that point, then all of a sudden the attraction is going to happen. You're going to start attracting the people. So I'm like, if you're attracting people, and this is what happened to me, this was earlier this year, you, you're going to attract people to you and you're going to go, yeah, I don't know if this is the, why am I attracting these people? These are not the people I want to work with. And I'm like, and it's okay to say no. Like I, I was turning some business down and people are like, you don't want my, but I'm like, I'm sorry, just, I, I, this isn't going to work. And they were just like, okay. And I was like, that's the first. I'm like, I'm not here to work with everybody. I'm not here to have the biggest coaching business. I can care less about that. I want quality over quantity. You know, I'd rather have a small, you know, it's like some people say, I have a big coaching business. I make all this money. Great. There's a difference between those who was a master. I'm not saying I'm a master, but just say a leader always creates more mm -hmm. leaders. That's a real successful leader. A master, a successful master creates more masters. My goal and my vision and why I do what I do is to create more leaders of people who can fill, lead their lives the way they choose, which leads to fulfillment. And if that's 10 clients that I have, 20 on my books, whatever that is, I don't pay attention to the number. That's what I care about because then I know that you know I'm, I'm able to serve them and help and create those massive shifts that I wanted to create and why I got into what I do. So I hope I answered the question. I think I did. You did fantastic at answering that question. I just want to point that out. <laughs> I really love how you mentioned, you know, get get crystal clear on who it is you want to work with. And it's important to not work with everyone because like you said, quality over quantity, we, we decline 80% of people because if we're not a fit for them and we don't think they're a fit for us, it's not that like, it's not that we don't want to work with everyone, but really not to be rude or anything, but we can't work with everyone. We have a very crystal clear idea of our dream customers that we want to work with. And that's where we go. That's, that's who we go with. And honestly, when we, when people get crystal entrepreneurs, business owners get crystal clear on who they want to work with, like really crystal clear on who would be a fit to work with those quality leads will come in. Like, otherwise you're attracting all sorts of leads that may not be a fit for you and you might not be a fit for them either you know so I think it's so so important to get that down pat exactly who you want to work with and why you know and often at least to most of the time that is what leads you to way more success anyways so well because think about it, you're you're going to work with people that are going to up you know, everything's energy again, right? So you're going to work with people that are actually going to raise your energy and raise your vibe. Right. And right. so then you don't have people draining you. And I'm not saying that in a night, it sounds bad, but it's just no, when, it doesn't. When, there, when, <laughs> when there's a dis, when there's a discord between two people, there's draining of energy on both sides. So it's not just one right. person because that sounds very like arrogant in a way, but it's on both sides. They're both draining energy. 
and because it just doesn't work. And when I tell my clients and I try to, and I did this, I did this as a chiropractic office. I mean, literally if someone, I, we had a, we had a rule, we had a, we had a whole system in place that if someone called our office and said, I'm in pain and I want to come, all I want to do is get out of pain. I want to come. What can I do to get out of pain? My team knew that if they're not willing to like go through the process and what we have to offer, cause we're a lifestyle office. Um, I was like, refer them to the 20 something chiropractors in our neighborhood. I don't care who you refer them to refer them to anyone. Cause they're not going to care. They're just going to want to take the patient. That's the end of it. I was like, right. we have a, we have a process of who we look for. And that's what we, we accept. And I, and that really had not only create long-term success for us, but it also creates sustainability even through like COVID and stuff like that. And the same thing in coaching, when I tell my clients, like when you do that, all of a sudden it opens the door for more of what you're looking for and you stay with that alignment and you don't get pulled through the distraction which distorts your focus and all these other things that then, you know, all of a sudden, you know, six months down the road, a year down the road, you're burned out or you're exhausted or you're not happy and the business is not growing the way you want it to. I know that feeling. I went through that in my first five years in chiropractic. And that's why I've been very adamant about like, nope, I'm only going to accept certain people in my business. And I don't care how fast or slow it grows because all I care about at the end of the day is those individuals I work with, because I want to be off that coaching call and be like, man, that was an awesome coaching. I'm on fire. Who's the next one? I'm ready to go. Rather than like, oh, I'm glad that that's over. Different, you know, different, uh, different experience on either one of those. 100%. Love that we covered that. You know, you mentioned earlier your manifestation and um, mindset. Do you want to touch on that? Because I, I know that you have a lot of value to add on that. And I'm a big believer in that kind of stuff. And I really would love to share it with the people listening as well. If you have any good value to add, I know you will. Yeah, I used to be in I practiced, I studied energy healing uh, when I was in chiropractic school, of course, not in the school outside of it. But um, it took me into a whole world of quantum physics and universal laws, consciousness and all these things. Because I wanted to learn the deepest level of healing. Not that I didn't realize I was going to learn all that other stuff on top that actually showed me more about life. And so there's a lot of misinformation when it comes to law of attraction and, you know, these manifestation coaches. I'm not bashing them, but I, I, I do follow a lot of them just to see what they say. I'm trying to get the pulse on what the main, like they're very, very successful, huge following. So I'm like, okay, what are they saying? I want to know. So, mm -hmm. but it's one of those things when I talk about manifestation, I bridge the gap between science and spirituality. So I take spiritual concepts. Ancient wisdom, you know, six, five, four, three, four, five, six, seven thousand years ago, um, stuff that was considered woo-woo, and I and then I bring the science to the table with quantum or neuroscience or something because it's beautiful, it's amazing how much you know what quantum science, quantum physics is proving um, that we used to say you know four, five, six, seven thousand years ago. It's amazing um, how they knew that stuff back then. That's a whole other discussion, but uh, one of the things is like when you look at how to create effortless success. These are the principles of how I teach, because one of the things we're taught in business and in life is to do, 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 do. And again, everything's energy. So what I teach is how can we get you to focus your vibe and your energy? How can we work on your limiting beliefs that's holding you back? Your subconscious mind, right? We rewire the subconscious. There's ways we do that. And we utilize what is the true, what is the laws, a law of vibration, the law of attraction, and that leads to a law of manifestation. Vibration is the energy of where you are, your vibration, and you only experience wherever that vibration is at. You can't experience anything higher or lower. I want you to think of it as like a radio frequency tuner. You're tuning to a radio station that you like. Let's say, <clears throat> I don't know what the stations are. I don't even listen to the radio here. I'm like, what's the stations in Knoxville? I've been here for a year. I should know. 96.3 in Chicago is B96. Okay, that's where you listen to the pop music, the most, you know, the, the, the new music that's coming out. Um, but if you're at 96.3, 96 
you're listening to that, you can't listen to country, which is 99.5 in Chicago. So, you know, you're, whatever you're tuned into, that's what you're going to experience. And then how does it lead to attraction? Because then this is where the effortless success comes. And this is where I teach my clients because it's like in business, we're always looking for the next step. How do we figure out how do we do this? How do we do that? Effortless success does not mean there's no work involved. But what, what, when you understand the principles of this stuff, of like the law of vibration and whatnot, when you're vibrating at the level of, let's say, a seven figure or you're a millionaire or whatever the thing that you want to you know, experience in your life. When you're at that vibration, you may not have that in your bank account, but you're going to attract the you're going to create your the, the ideas are going to come to you. There's going to be people, circumstances, situations you have. There's a law called the law of inspired action, which means that you're going to feel inspired and you can't ignore it to take action. And that is going to be in alignment to where you want to go. And when you do, when you follow that success follows most of the time because it's in the path of where you are and everything's in alignment with that. So I teach a lot of that stuff. Beliefs, I get into beliefs and how to reprogram your beliefs, how the importance of them are. Um, we get into a lot of um, the a systematic approach of how to manifest in your life and how it's not easy. You know, it's not like just think of this and that's it and everything's going to go well or affirmations and just say them and that's that and, that's, and just say them every day and it's all going to work out or, you know, having a vision board. And I'm not against these tools. These are tools and I do use them in different ways. Uh, but it's one of those things where, you know, really mastering this. And that's what I'm all about. There's too many coaches out in the world that want to go ahead and just give you a fish for the day. And you create dependency with that. It's a great business model. It really is. It really is a phenomenal business model. You're going to make millions upon millions with that. I'm in the business to teach people how to fish for themselves. Because if I can teach them how to master their mind, and if I can teach them how to really, really, really learn the process of how to manifest, what do they need me for anymore? Then they choose to have me if they want to help to go to another levels or whatever that is, um, if they want to, because there's nothing after a certain point. I, I have clients that have been with me for over three years, and some people are like, why do they stay with you for three years? They're very ambitious. There's a lot of goals they want to achieve, and they want to have someone on their side just to make sure to bounce ideas and have someone as a support team. Some people want to do that. I'm open to that, you know. But it's at the same token, it's like I'm not saying here's something else, you know. Here's this, you know. There's a difference between teaching people what to think versus how to think. And we teach too much how to what to think. And I just got tired of seeing that too much in the business world and in life in general. And I was like, how can I teach people how? Because if I could teach mm -hmm. how, then they don't need me anymore to a certain degree, unless it's what if they choose to continue to have be work, have a relationship with me, we can work on things that go to whatever level they want to take it to. I love that, you know, master your mind first, because it all starts up here. And I think like the way you can, if you can get that under control and master it and understand how by you teaching them how to do that, like by this, by you as the expert, like it all starts up there and then the, trusting that process and the success will come, you know? It so does. Super important. And you said, trust the process, right? That's the hardest thing for us humans. We don't it like is. uncertainty yeah. in business. You want to have controlled results. It never yeah. works that way though. No, it doesn't. It's not how life's supposed to be. Well, because you got to think no. about it. Your brain only knows a minute. I mean, it's it's pretty much nothing. You pretty much don't know much. And I'm not saying that right. in a negative way. It's just when I really realized how much our brain can hold on to information to what actually exists in the world, I was like, right. that's nothing. Like, okay, my ego's gone. I, I don't know anything. Um, and the thing is, the reason why I bring that up is because universe, God, whatever you want to call it, all that is, whatever terminology you want to use, doesn't matter, but there's, there's just some force and it's, it's one of those things where it sees all perspectives and it doesn't just see what's good for you. 
but it's always also looking for what's good for humanity. And so it's like, when you get something that comes, it's going to, it's going to be an alignment for a multitude of things. And it's right. just trusting to know, because it always does. And if you can't trust it, just look at your past. Everything always mm-hmm. works out the way it's supposed to. And, and, and if you're not looking, and if you're not looking for it, if you can't see it, it's because you're not looking for it. You're trying to prove, you're trying to, you're holding on to say, no, it doesn't ever work out that way. But if you really just sit there and look at your past, it's amazing. Everything always works out the way it's supposed to. It doesn't matter what, however dark it was or whatever, it always works out the way it's supposed to. Yeah. So like, honestly, don't talk yourself out of it. Just take, take a second to look back and see everything's always been fine. Everything's always worked out. Just like you said, ah, you took the words out of my mouth. This is amazing. Now, Victor, I know we have a short episode here. Always. Our, my episodes are short. And I, oh, I wish they were a little bit longer, but um, I just want to ask one last question. You know, what is your biggest focus for 2023 within the podcast, within the business, anything in particular? Um, one of my visions is the launch of consciousness, online consciousness school. And so I'm really, it's funny today in my meditation, it came to me. Uh, again, when I, again, when I talk about these things, I live this. So it's like, I've, I have it on, I have a consciousness school I've been wanting to do for a few years. And it's just that it hasn't really felt like I needed to do, like it wasn't coming to me. So I was like, okay, it'll come whenever it does. And in the meditation today, I got my three-step process that came to me in names of what it's going to be. And I'm like, I got excited in the meditation. I was like, oh my God, this is awesome. I'm feeling this bubbly feeling. I'm just like, oh my God, that's it. That And it, again, I didn't have to figure it out. Like, I'm not trying to like, oh, what should be number one? What should be number two? How should I flow? It's just like, boom, here's one, here's two. And then the third step, I can't remember the first two because I haven't written down. But then I remember the third one was called self-mastery. And I was just like, beautiful. And I was like, this is great. And then I squirk all these images and stuff. I'm like, okay, I'm not ready for that. I'm in the meditation. I'll, I'll, I'll come back to that place. But yeah, that's kind of a big push for me. It's very important. I want to do my also my first retreat. I've been I was going to do them during. I was actually fall of 2020 when I was starting to get ready to plan one, and then of course, obviously, we all know what happened in 2020, and uh, and it wasn't the election; it was COVID. <laughs> I'm just joking, but anyhow, <laughs> somewhat joking. But uh, but long story short, it was one of those things where I was like, okay, well, I guess you know, spirit, universe, whatever is not meant to be now, and now I'm kind of like going, all right, it's time. Like I just keep getting this feeling like it is time to do that. So. That's my big thing for 2023. That's so exciting. So the launch of the school, you have your three-step process and also the retreat. Any idea? Well, you don't have to tell us if you don't want to, but do you have any ideas where you might want to do this retreat or what you're planning? You know, I don't really like exciting. Fly- I don't like flying much. Um, okay. You know, it's one of those things where, you know, you see all these people, I've, I've been around a lot of speakers and always flying to all these things and do all this stuff. And I'm just like, I'm like, you know what? Knoxville is a beautiful place. I can always go to Nashville because it's only a few hours away. It's a little easier for people to fly to. And I was like, maybe I'll do it there. But right now I don't have any ideas yet. I got some, there's some come, it'll come to me. Um, I may do it. I may go somewhere for it. Um, I may not. It's just the purpose of, you know, the, the, the vision of what I'm getting and, and what I want. It's a feeling. So I don't have any like thought processes to this. I don't have words to tie it in, but the feeling of what I want to create for people when they come and then when they leave and that transformation that happens, I'm like, okay, where do, do I need a specific place for that? Is there a certain energy that we have to be around or is it just, and I've said, I'm answering, I asked these questions. I haven't got answers yet. And I'm like, I know it's all going to come. I go, if it was up to me, I would just stay in Knoxville because we've got the Smoky Mountains right here. We can all do like a, yes. a, a quick little hike in one of these areas. And, you know, I can run out, of, you know, run out something out there and we can just be in the mountains and be in, because there's just something about the Smoky Mountains. If anyone had ever been there, once you like get into them, 
it's just like there's a whole energy shift that i just you know can't explain but anyhow but yeah i don't know exactly where yet i love that well i was in nashville last last june uh july and i wanted to go to the smoky mountains and i ran out of time but now that you're talking about it again i think i might head out there (laughs) because i i yeah beautiful and I think it's, Nashville it, would be a cool place to have it as well. Like whatever, it's a lot of fun in Nashville too. So, I mean, either or, you'll it'll all come together and you'll figure it out, and it'll be amazing. So, yeah, we'll see. Wherever, wherever, you know, like I said, like any, like again, I've shared this stuff on the podcast, and it's kind of how I live my life. It'll come to me. It'll, it'll show up exactly. And one day it'll just come, and I'll be like, the city will pop in my head, and I'll be like, yep, there's the feeling. Okay, yep, that's it. We're going there. All right, done deal. Let me go see who I know there, or X Y Z, or whatever. Yeah, just trust the process. I love it. Well, Dr. Victor Manzo, thank you so much. It's been such a pleasure to have you on my podcast talking about my um mindset manifestation, talking about, you know, your your journey and, you know, energy healing and stuff like that. I think it's huge. It's huge and how now that you're able to work 50% less and still uh be at your peak or make as much as you made before, if not more and have that energy. Um, it's huge. So thank you so much, so much for coming on today and sharing that with my listeners and myself. It's so inspirational and a lot of value that was added to my show. So that's exactly what I'm looking for. And I appreciate it. No, thanks for having me. This was a lot of fun. Absolutely. Now, if anyone's looking to connect with you, what would be the best way? The website, my website's the easiest. Um, it's empoweryourreality.com. I have some free resources on there. I got my podcast there. Um, if anything I shared resonated with you and you're like, man, I would love to learn more or see if we're a good fit. I do a free call just to do that, to learn more about you, to see if I'm the person who can help you. And then also right. do you qualify into the, the program? If you want to connect with me on social media, it's on the bottom left of my website. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and TikTok. Um, Reach out. Any questions you have, reach out. I love hearing from people. Thanks so much, Vic. Group, if you're listening and enjoy, please like and subscribe. If you're a six-figure entrepreneur or higher and would like to come on, just like our wonderful Victor did today to share your story, talk about your business and podcast, please go to top100interview.com. We'd love to have you on as well. Thanks, everybody. Catch you on the next episode. Hey everyone, I hope you really enjoyed that episode. As always, if you want to listen to more daily interview content, make sure you subscribe. And here's three ways I can help you in your business for free. One, check out my video on how we're building a pipeline that produces 30 plus prime sales calls every single week using podcast setters and a basic interview funnel. And this is actually how I was able to quit social media forever. You can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash setters. Two, if you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast, we actually want to interview you on one of our top 100 shows. Head to top100interview.com and then three, download our podcast closing formula. It shows you how to create a podcast sales team that books out your sales calendar each week using the podcast closing client attraction method. And you can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash podcast formula. Now at podcastclosing.com, we help six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts create a system for predictable client acquisition without relying on paid advertising or social media by building out podcast sales teams. Now, if you want help turning your podcast into a high ticket client acquisition machine, then book a call with our team to see how we can help. Go to podcastrebels.com forward slash chat. All right, guys, we'll see you in the next interview.